0: Welcome to Raiders of the Lost Podcast, the ultimate film and TV podcast. We are your hosts, James and Anthony. Welcome to Movie News number 71. Let's talk about the latest developments in film and TV. Hello, movie friends. Welcome back to the show. We have a pretty stacked week of news. A lot of trailers were released box office is doing pretty well and there's been some very cool developments and announcements in the film and television world let's get into it all right let's talk about the box office first and of course black adam is still number one for the second week straight however it experienced a 60 63 percent decline in its its box office which is a huge drop it made 25 million domestic and right now it's right around 200 million dollars global for its second week in theaters I would say that it's not great news. Hopefully it has some legs because because again was a 200 million dollar budget for this film plus marketing and you're splitting ticket costs you're you're splitting the the money with movie theaters. So this movie again needs to make like around 350-400 million dollars and hopefully it can pull that off, but it's seeming a little doubtful right now. I called this. What did I say? We I said yeah, I was we, gonna we it was going to drop. We called it in our episode yeah. too. Yeah. People hit us in the in the comments Calls saying it's going to make money, it's going ca-. to I was like it's going to drop next weekend. I'm telling you, this movie's going to top out at 300. That's what I predicted. 63% yeah. drop is huge yeah. for, for a comic book yeah. movie. It's huge. I think like uh, Thor 11 Thunder experienced a huge drop as well. But, but Thor, they had a monster weekend. They had weekend, a $300 million opening weekend. Monster weekend. Yeah. So Thor almost made his money back in its first weekend. Mm-hmm. So um, it looks... I mean, this isn't obviously bad news for Warner Brothers. Obviously, yes, they wanted more money, but... I think that they feel confident with Dwayne Johnson as Black Adam. I feel confident with him as Black Adam going forward. Yeah. In our episode, we talked about how this was the old managers and the old runners of DC made this movie that we're entering a new realm. This movie was finished probably half a year ago. Yeah. Um, But I think also this is definitely a learning experience for what audiences want. And I think maybe this movie wasn't quite it. Obviously, the numbers are showing that. So they might want to make some adjustments going forward. And we'll see what the future DC movies look like. But I think I expect bigger return on investment for the future movies. I think so, too. It's just word of mouth wasn't great for this film. Yeah. I think that's the problem. And I think that the next Black Adam film, next Man of Steel movies, I think they're going to be great. And I'm really excited to see Dwayne going forward in the DC. Next up for Box Office, we have Ticket to Paradise pulled in another $10 million this week. Cruising. Over $100 million global for that film, which is nuts. Pray for the Devil made $7 million domestic in its opening weekend. Smile pulled in another $5 million domestic. It's over like $130 million worldwide right now. What a successful film that is. Halloween Ends pulled in another $3 million domestic. It's at $60 million. And then Terrifier 2, this crazy, gory, independent horror film, expanded to 1,500 theaters, pulled in another $1.8 million domestic which is an increased bump from its previous weekend. Mm-hmm. It's at $8 million domestic total. So Terrifier 2 is turning into a legit franchise. Yeah, legit. And, and bring <laughs> a barf bag. <laughs> I, I'm not watching this. I, I, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Um. Also, the specialty box office independent cinema is surging right now because it's uh, nearing Oscar season. Uh, Decision to Leave has been doing really well. Park Chan and Wook's new film. It's averaging a $40,000 per theater average. Um, which is terrific, and it's going to expand. Uh, the Banshees of Inesheron also is experiencing a $35,000 per theater average. It's going to expand as well. So look to those movies probably next week and the week after will be in the millions. They started out a slow rollout, so they're doing very well. If you can average over twenty five k a a theater, That's fantastic news. Uh, Till also is a specialty release. It's not performing quite as well. It's averaging a $3,700 per theater average. So it's at 100 theaters right now and made $340,000 in its first weekend. Uh, They're going to expand it to 1,000 theaters next week. So we'll see how that does but the other films will also get to a few hundred theaters and then up to a thousand theaters. Same thing with Tar, the Cape Blanchett mm-hmm. film that's getting a wider release right now. And then Triangle of Sadness is getting a, its first release. And then that's my released. next to watch. So these are all great, small budget, independent films from great filmmakers that are in theaters right now. So definitely go see Triangle of Sadness, The Banshees of in-, in Sharon, Tar, Decision to Leave until right now. They're all in theaters. Support small budget films. We need yeah. these movies to do well. And if you don't see them on a Showtime, any theaters near you, that's because the release is still expanding the process of going wider is continuing so keep an eye out the next week or the week after if the then check on the show times to see if they're closer to you decision to leave is excellent. in yeah. my top five of the year tar was phenomenal I haven't seen banshees yet I'm gonna see it this weekend um and I then, saw it the other day is unbelievable and then triangle I of sadness I want to see like hopefully so next week the director of force majeure it's supposed to be yeah. really funny and really good mm-hmm. uh what do you uh, what, what is Woody it Harrelson? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it looks pretty silly <laughs> Now, let's get into some movie news in addition to all that. The Pale Blue Eye. We got our first teaser trailer from Scott Cooper's so latest film saw, oh my starring God. Christian Bale. The film is an adaptation of Louis Bayard's novel, which revolves around the attempt to solve a series of murders that took place in 1830 as the U.S. Military Academy at West Point. Bale plays veteran detective Augustus Lando, who investigates the killings. He's assisted by a fastidious cadet with disdain for the military and a penchant for poetry. The cadet's name is Edgar Allan Poe. I saw uh, Christian Bale was doing press for his new film, and he was talking about this, and he said that Harry Melling is one of the best actors he's ever worked with. Yeah, and if you all remember, he played Dudley Dursley in the Harry Potter franchise. He was in the Cohen brothers one of their short films that they did on Netflix. So he's been popping up in movies here and there, and he's he's also in Macbeth. Yeah, he's got a major role in that the the uh, Joel movie, Joel Cohen movie. He's phenomenal. I had no idea how good of an actor he was until I saw Macbeth, and then the when the I Coen saw Brothers him in the show. Coen Brothers yeah. anthology, he has an unbelievable monologue. He's so great, he is a yeah. tremendous actor. And for Christian Bale to say you're one of the best actors I've worked with, he, he, Christian Bale said he l- greatly looked forward to working with him each day. Yeah, I'm really excited to see him because he he might be the most talented actor that came out of the Harry Potter world. Yeah, and Scott Cooper, amazing director. I love the period setting. Sign me up, Victorian murder. I'm all for it. Let's go. Then we got also a success succession. Oh, you <laughs> got this, man! I can't say this word ever. It. Succession, succession. Oh yeah, season four <laughs> teaser trailer. Logan Roy is gonna be cleaning up shop. It looks like, and this it, he looks great. They played it before the Dragon finale. It was genius. House of the Dragon yeah. finale. It was genius to play. It, it. was really good. Yeah. Um, next up, <clears throat> James Gunn and Peter Safran have officially been hired as the head of DC Film Production. We mentioned it earlier this week. Uh, I think it's a great move. I think two men who are passionate about comic books, passionate about the films, and also James Gunn is someone who really cares about the theater experience and getting people to go into cinemas to watch movies. Um, I think that he's a, a person that would be a great leader in this environment for DC and Warner Brothers, it's film and TV. So they'll be running the yeah. DC films and TV departments, which is really cool news. But obviously, James Gunn still has a lot, quite a bit of work to do for Marvel with his obligations with them. Then I'm sure he'll be full time on the DC film stuff. I'm, I'm, yeah, they're just doing post on Guardians Three now, so yeah. he's probably just got like six more months on that. Next up, we have. Quite a bit of Henry Cavill news. Quite Quite a bit. We love this. Obviously, we we all know he's back as Superman, and we got a great quote quote from him that he said, right now, I want hope, optimism, and joy. And people, of course, are using this quote to go after Zack Snyder because they have nothing better to do. They're saying, like, all the Snyder's fans, as soon as they heard Henry Cavill say joy, I think that it's a great quote because... Superman's always represented like the best of humanity and I think hope optimism and joy are great thematic elements for a future story with Superman because like he said in a bunch of interviews recently because he's getting asked about he's like I never lost hope that I'd be Superman again I've always been optimistic and now I'm going I think he's just so joyful and happy to be Superman again that that's what he's gonna bring to the character but also that's I, I would say that's how the character arc finished with Justice League when he returned it was like I yeah, think is not- the fully formed Kal-El Superman, and the last 20 minutes of that movie, it was like everything they were working and building towards for the character arc to finally reach this familiar Superman that everybody knows from the past— I feel like the movie ended with that. Yeah, I feel that too. But yeah. all the headlines or the news are like from this quote: "Oh, Henry Cavill who snaps back at Zack Snyder. it's like, what are you talking Whoa, about?" Ka- he had him on his. He did an, uh, like a press interview for MTV, and, and uh, Zack Snyder sent a video. They both said they love each other. About each yeah, other. <laughs> it's crazy the way people <laughs> manipulate actors' quotes or directors' quotes to like attack. They pit the... them against each it's other. Wild, it's wild. It's yeah. Like they love each other. Are you kidding me? He made him Superman. He cast him as Superman. Yeah, he didn't have to cast him. And just because the characters joyful doesn't mean he doesn't belong in zack snyder's world yeah it's also i feel like snyder doesn't get credit for casting jason momoa casting gal gadot casting henry cavill um casting casting ezra before ezra went off the deep end but then ray fisher as well he did an excellent job casting these characters and i think that people really love momoa and i think that people really love gal gadot i concur more Henry Cavill news. He is going to be working with Guy Ritchie again for the second time. Remember, he was in Man from Uncle, which is a personal favorite of mine. We Love that movie so much. He'll be returning for, reuniting with him for a World War II action movie called The Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. It's also going to star, uh, he's a Gonzalez, so basically just a couple of hot people in a cool movie. Very attractive <laughs> people. Oh, my God. Can they just start making out already? <laughs> Next up, Enola Holmes 2 has finally announced its release date of November 4th on Netflix. That's our niece's birthday. Yeah, they had the premiere yeah. and everything. So that's the final bit of news, unfortunately, for Henry yeah. Cavill in this episode. We have <laughs> next up we have some Kanye West news. This is pretty rare for us. Now Kanye West claimed in his recent tirade yeah, of w- yeah, Wild s- Things He's Yeah, been saying. something some interview. He said that he he says that he came up with the idea for Django Unchained and that Jamie Foxx and Tarantino stole the idea from him and made the movie and so Tarantino was on a talk show, but I can't remember what he's promoting, but he has a quote for this. So Tarantino says, this is his quote, Well, there's no truth to the idea that Kanye West came up with the idea of Django. And then he told me that, wow, that's a really great idea. So, so Tarantino said that Kanye approached him and other directors to make short film um, for his College Dropout album. And then, so Kanye, and so Tarantino said... Before I ever met Kanye, I had had the idea for Django for a long time. He, Kanye West wanted to do a giant movie version of College Dropout, so he wanted to get big directors to do different tracks on the album and then release it in his own giant movie. So we used it as an excuse to meet each other. We met each other, had a really good time. He did have the idea for that video, but that it would be basically him playing a slave, and the whole thing was the slave narrative was where he was singing the Gold Digger song. And so that's what Kanye West was referring to. Clearly, Tarantino, Django Unchained is a much different vision. Also, I, I from it's a three-hour inter- movie. Yeah, he <laughs> and he had the idea for Django a long time ago, and it was basically inspired by the movie Django. Yeah. So they have the original. Django. So Kanye movie. West did not come up with the idea for Django Unchained. Yeah. Well, that's pretty wild. Moving on, we have some MCU news. A couple things to talk about. First off, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever had its Los Angeles premiere this weekend. And critics are calling it uh, an excellent film, beautiful, cathartic, very emotional. It releases on November 11th, so make sure to check that out. We're going to see it early. We'll be posting our review and an episode on it the Monday following the release on November 11th. And can't wait to check it out. Also, Ant Man the Wasp, Wasp Quantum Mania released its first trailer. Wait, wasn't Spy Kids four? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess it's another another. Yeah, honestly. I I watched the I trailer. Watch it. I watched the trailer and I was I was really not impressed. Honestly, and the, the the backgrounds. I don't know if they're doing all CGI backgrounds or a lot of the DG, it's digital both. LCD backgrounds. But there's shots in there where it's just clearly green screen. I, I feel like I can see the lighting, like, yeah, right above their heads. It's it's so apparent. And also, like it was, it's just, just another movie where the conflict is starting by a character making a piece of technology they shouldn't have made. That starts things and kicks it into high gear with the daughter making this new like satellite basically for the quantum realm, and also, she never re- thought it was a bad idea. They recast the daughter; it's a it's a new it's actress. A different actress, yeah. <laughs> then from uh, <laughs> uh, Endgame, it's a different actress. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah. Well, poor, kind of, that poor actress. I know from she the probably other thought one, she was going to be in she's like, movies. oh my god, poor thing. That's so sad. But um, I I was like really unimpressed by the trailer. It's yeah, me too. Jonathan man. Majors is really cool. Uh, and we're getting the, his yeah. introduction as Kang yeah. since Loki, and yeah. so like this, because I, I guess he's the new big bad of the MCU. Yeah. But I, I watched the trailer. I was like. I don't know if I'm going to see this. I, uh, I watched um, Jonathan Major's men's health workout routine. Yeah, I'm more interested in I that. I was way more <laughs> way more interested in that than I was in the Ant-Man and the Wasp. Like, that guy is gigantic. His his routine is, a, is Absolute, insane. Absolutely He's ripped. He's a beast. I watched that and I was like, this is way better than Ant-Man trailer. He, he got so ripped for Creed. And then all the tweets lately have been like, Ant-Man's going to stand no chance. Ant-Man's going to die. So, yeah, I was. we're more interested in his workout videos than <laughs> the Ant-Man, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) It's a great video. Check it out. Final bit of MCU news. Vision Quest is going to be a new spin-off series it's in development right now for the MCU starring Vision and what happened to White Vision? Where is he at? To... <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> Anthony, look at him. Look at Anthony right now. <laughs> what happened to White Vision? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Will he reconnect with Wanda? <laughs> I'm sorry. And we all, and It's already been announced that Wanda's coming back. We don't know when. So I think, you know, it's cool to have Wanda back but it just kind of makes me bummed that like there are no stakes in the MCU right now in terms of like characters dying. I'm sure they're trying to bring Tony Stark back, so I think they're they're getting rid of a lot of the emotionality of the movies and the characters if if there's no stakes to them living or dying, which I understand happens in the comics. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah, man. But I, I I mean I don't know. I I guess is you it don't want is... you don't want to watch a Vision Quest movie <laughs> <A> show. <laughs> <laughs> I that hit me. I mean, I did not expect that. <laughs> I put sorry. together the news this episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I find it so funny. He's blind. Reacted to that. <laughs> oh man! All right, let's get out of the MCU. Oh, Talk about some other stuff. Uh, next, up Natasha Leon has a new project where she delves into a murder mystery in the teaser. For Ryan Johnson's Poker Face, this is a new TV series, also co-starring Adrian Brody. It looks really is, cool. Is it Apple TV or um, Netflix? No, I believe it's. Oh, I can't remember the. Studio. I know he made. Well, he made a deal with Netflix. I, I think it's Netflix, but um, it looks really cool. They shot it on film, and it looks fantastic. She's really talented, very funny. Um, I think she's a terrific actor, and for a lead for a detective mystery. Private detective show. It looks like a great tone, and she fits the bill perfectly. I think Peacock. Peacock. It's gonna be, a, be on Peacock. Moving on to <laughs> origin story <laughs> of the week. <laughs> Sausage Party, Foodtopia. <laughs> you asked for it. You're getting origins is it. <laughs> a prequel series coming to Amazon based on the animated film Sausage Party, the raunchy Raider. R one. If you're wondering how where they where these and the few <laughs> like, products came from, <laughs> now we'll find out in the prequel series for Sausage Party. Utopia Origins, the beloved classic. <laughs> uh, everyone's been asking for a prequel series to Sausage Party. Where, the, where did they learn their voices? Where did the sausages get? What, what factory to talk? did they come from? So yeah, oh, man. All right, cool. That's funny. Yep. <laughs> like, well, where's, there... it gonna, where's it gonna be in the factory? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, man. I don't know. There actually is more MCU news. So Guardians of the Galaxy okay. released a holiday special trailer. Uh, co-starring with Kevin Bacon. It looks really cute. <laughs> it, looks, it looks funny. It looks very cute. Um, It's the Guardians crew take Peter to Earth to try and cheer him up. And uh, a <laughs> couple of them the idea to kidnap Kevin Bacon because they know he loves him in Footloose. So I, I thought it was very charming and very cute. Is it still the greatest movie of all time? It never was. <laughs> it never was. <laughs> it seems like uh, Drax and also uh man so they're like, gonna c- kind of be the leads yeah. of the show because they were like focused heavily in the trailer yeah definitely yeah and so they're trying to bring him christmas spirit because he's really sad it looks very cute it looks very cute I don't know how long it's gonna be. Probably like an hour, probably, maybe. Probably forty minutes or so. Next up, we have oh, here I'll, I'm gonna read this one. You can, I'm gonna skip one because I love the, these these filmmakers. Go so, for it, man. 1899. It's a new Netflix horror series coming from the creators of Dark. They released a new trailer. It looks incredible. If any of you have seen Dark or, or you listen to my reviews of that show, it's an excellent show from Germany. Netflix original, such a great horror show. But now they have a new series coming out. Very soon, called 1899. All they really had to say was from the creators of Dark, and they signed me up. I cannot wait to watch this. I remember you hearing you react to that show in the living room, watching it, and you would just be like, "Oh my god!" Bro, well, it is <laughs> so good because streaming shows are very meh. Yeah, eighty percent of them are just like if I can't, they're I can't, streaming I re- I Can't really watch yeah. them. They're not really well made. They kind of have like a network vibe now. Yeah, you know what? I just started watching. I tr- the patient with Steve Carell and yeah. Donald Gleason. Yeah, it's pretty good. I didn't like it. I, I stopped after like four episodes. I, st- I stopped after four episodes too. I'm like, this is so boring. I, gotta, I get it, but I think it would have worked way better as a movie. It seems like a two-hour movie that's been cut into 30 to 20-minute episodes. I think a lot of studios are just doing that because yeah. TV is becoming so much more important than films for studios. I was, I was studios. shocked by like an episode would end and I'd be like, did anything even happen in that episode? Yeah, it's a great idea. But, I think but it, it feels like a movie. It should be a movie. Yeah. I, I felt the same way. I'm like, I don't really want to get into this. If there's going to be four seasons of yeah. him being in the basement, <laughs> like, how are they going to do this? Um, but um, but I skipped a bit of information for another bit of news. Nobody's uh, Ilya Nashuler is directing John Cena and Idris Elba in a new action movie called Heads of State. The plot is pretty much under wraps, so but I believe it's going to be kind of like bicep on bicep. Air Force One meets like. The, what's the Gerard Butler ones? The Olympus Has Fallen. I love those I'm movies. guessing it's like going to be something the like that. The Fallen so, franchise. So maybe my guess is Idris is going to be the president and John Cena is going to be his bodyguard. Or maybe they're both bodyguards. Or Because there's no way both these insanely... They're president and vice president. Insanely jacked, <laughs> handsome guys are, are politicians. I, I There's no way John Cena is a, a freaking politician. <laughs> By the way, Olympus Has Fallen is awesome. Dude, that movie I sick. love that movie. So I sick. love that this movie. Is the first one, right? Yeah. What? Dude. I loved it. It's too. insane. Anton Fuqua. The first 20 minutes, I'm like, eh, what's this going to be like? Holy crap, that movie is When you shit. wait it out, man. What an action movie. Once it gets going. Next up, <clears throat> Ryan Gosling's upcoming film, The Fall Guy, which is being directed by the uh, director of Bullet Train. Um, Tim, no, I'm sorry. What's his name? Um, oh, um, oh crap. I, I'm sorry. I forgot his name. um they, just did that episode <laughs> too. But um, Aaron Taylor-Johnson has also been cast in the film. It's an upcoming action comedy uh, I think that after working with Aaron Taylor Johnson, he's he realized, yeah, this guy's great at acting, and <laughs> I, I gotta get him in my next movie. <laughs> David Leach. David Leach. Thank you. They're filming it right now in yeah. Australia. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have a new Wendell and Wild trailer. Looks so cute. It's what's this? I haven't seen this. What it's gonna read? be on Netflix. It's uh, stop motion. Oh, cool. Yeah, it looks really terrific. I really love the resurgence of stop motion. Yeah, I me cannot too. wait to see Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Yeah, me either. Next up, there is a new trailer for She Said starring Carey Mulligan and Zoe Kazan. It follows the accounts of the Harvey Weinstein scandal and the reporters and journalists who broke the story and got many women and victims to uh, speak out in a group. Many of them were afraid to speak out privately on their own. But uh, these women convinced the victims to band together and come out together um, to break the case. It's a really great trailer. It reminds me of Spotlight. The filmmaking and the approach to it looks terrific, and it's going to be coming out later this month. Wow. Very, very cool. Also, also final bit of news. Something more cheerful. I can't wait. Santa Claus trailer has been released starring Tim Allen reprising He's his role. I don't get why they'll let him be Santa Claus, but they won't let him be Buzz Lightyear. I don't, it makes no sense. I'll tell you why. Why? Because of the negative reaction to him not being Buzz. That's why they want him to be Santa Claus. I think Claus. so. That's because why people. Got, a lot of people weren't happy with him not being recast. Even by Chris Tom Hanks spoke out against. Yeah, it's like Tom Hanks was like, "I don't understand why they didn't let him be Buzz Lightyear." Yeah, it I get it's an origin story, it's a prequel, but you still kind of made the him voice. sound yeah. younger. And I get it, it's it's like the movie based on Toy Story. Chris so Evans is hot right it's now. It's different. It's like, He's like so hot right it's now. It's the movie that Andy saw that inspired the toy. But I still think that that I think that was a major part of the box office failure for Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Light for Lightyear. I mean, yeah, is, get it right, L- man. It's Lightyear. <laughs> like your origins it's not really an origin story and he doesn't really do much <laughs> and then we stole the idea from interstellar kind of um <laughs> and also uh, uh, there's th- a cat <laughs> <laughs> the cat is the lead character you know, they also ripped off um what's it called well what's the, i love the movie the mark watney mars one oh, oh th- um oh shoot the martian the martian they ripped off the martian yeah. too with the uh the, the thing with the movie is the robot cat figure out every problem. The robot cat was the like, it was like a genius. Only super good part. Com- only was, good why part is the robot robot cat companion a supercomputer? Literally my only. Good it literally my did part. the math for his journey. He, it did the math for his mission hey man, plot. <laughs> but anyways, I think <laughs> sorry, that movie would have performed so much better if Tim Allen was back. Like imagine hearing Tim Allen's voice as Buzz in that trailer. Yeah, I think it would have made four kids million. recognize voices just as easily as adults yeah. do. And I think that not having his voice definitely played a factor in it. And so, but I was so confused why they didn't have him. And then, then they announced the Santa Claus like a couple months after Lightyear came out. Then I was like, okay, I guess they like him now again. I don't know. I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know. Because I, 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 I didn't think he would be Santa Claus again. It's weird, man. Yeah, Hollywood's weird. Um, that wraps up movie news number seventy-one. Thanks so much for tuning in around the world. Episodes this week, tomorrow, Monday, we have a special spooky Halloween episode. We dressed up in everything. It's gonna be. The Exorcist, a cursed film, basically talking about not the movie so much itself, but the production and all these cursed and it's like wacky, true crime version true of our crime things that yeah. happen with the with the film and deaths connected to the film it's really eerie, really creepy because it might be the most cursed film of all time so definitely check it out it was a really fun episode to do and we dressed up i was donnie darko anthony was top gun maverick Pete oh, Mitchell yeah. is a blast um so tune into that then the thursday after that we're gonna do best baseball movies because we're in the world series right now so we figured why not talk about baseball movies because we love them so much and we gotta figure out some other stuff to do because house of the dragon's over so maybe we'll get some bonus episodes up. i'm gonna do a review of tar Oh, nice. Uh, For Tuesday. Nice. All right. So listen to Anthony's review of Tar. Take care, everyone. See you next time. Raiders of the Lost podcast is a Mirror Image production. Sound mixing done by Jacob Kosler. Opening music by Chase Jackson.